so I had to think about this over the weekend. Um, and I told told Nikki, grab Tabby. Tabby doesn't get to do anything. She's got no. She set up the drama club, which has nothing going on. Yeah. And despite the fact that I told her that sports, because she's good at sports, mm-hmm. um, would mean her pretty much getting to write her scholarship to anywhere. Because yeah. the female sports programs anywhere in Texas are insane. Oh, God, yeah. And so I straight out told her, I was like, hey, you know what? You got to do this. And she decided she wants to start this drama club, but she's got a D. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. D stands for doesn't matter right now. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, she's like, so Nikki messaged me and she's like, hey, so do I pick up Tabby? I go, yeah. She started a club that doesn't exist. And despite... You know, and in spite of her, her starting club doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. She has a D. Yeah. So that's that's it. The, our rules are our rules. We literally set up the rules just for her to slide into it is what yeah. it feels like. Well, that's what it feels like so, yeah. constantly with yep. with all three of them right now. Is if we don't say something, it's less likely they won't do it than if we do and say something. Do you notice something. that Anna's still at school? No. Yeah. She didn't come home yet? Nope. Huh. Yeah, she's supposed to have been home a while ago now, hours ago. So she hasn't come home. I'm not messaging her yet. I'm going to find out from her. Because <sighs> she's just been getting a little rebellious in her, too. So it's like, hmm, okay. Yeah. No. I promise it's cheaper if you're not here. They Well, they probably, because I got up with them this morning. Mm-hmm. And I, I had to wake all three of them up because none of them finished their part in the kitchen last night. After dealing with yeah. Lily basically lying to both Anna and Tabby about, oh, well, we, you have to help me. Because Daddy said, mm-hmm. and just straight up and try and denied it up and down, but both Anna and Tabby. Anna said that she asked her first, and she was like, "Well, I'm if you're gonna get help, I'm only doing the pots and pans. Like I'm not washing all of those dishes. It's mm-hmm. literally your turn. You haven't done them on a Sunday yet. Blah blah blah." And so lied lied about well, you you have to kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then same thing to Tabby. Like she at least asked Anna first, and then tried to do the you have to route. She didn't even ask Tabby. She just straight up went up to Tabby and said, "Well, you have to help me. Either you have to help me with the dishes." And Tabby was just Ugh, okay. So yeah, they. And then when I confronted her about it, just in denial. I didn't say that. Really, <laughs> you calling everybody a liar now? <laughs> like is that what we're is that what we're doing? We're just going to deny everything up and down because that's I've, I've mm-hmm. got it from two separate people that that's what you did. Well, then it wasn't. That's not what I was trying to do. I, you know, every other time, you know, I, I had to do the dishes already still on a Sunday. And I was like, no, you haven't. It's like the only time that you did the dishes outside of a day that you did, your di- that you were supposed to do them was because Tabby hurt her finger. And even then you and Anna split them because you guys couldn't figure it out. Like that. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, no, that's it. Right after being talked to about, you know, get the kitchen done right, guys. <laughs> Make sure we don't keep having this problem. Let's not let's not do this anymore. Can we put mm-hmm. everything away right? Can we do the dishes right? Can we stop pulling out sopping wet dishes so that we get, you know, <laughs> just absolutely surprised with right. a bowl full of water when I just wanted to have yeah. some like eggs for and the oatmeal wing, or the wings yesterday when I pour, poured the I, I poured the sweet ranch in there uh-huh. and it was like our tangy ranch in there. I was like, what? There's water in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, that's that's ridiculous. So, so yeah, no, it just it feels like, you know, had had the conversation this weekend. It's like, can we just mm-hmm. please get back on track with the things we have chores in place so that we don't have mess everywhere and smells yeah. in the house because that's the biggest reason is the smells because it's not like we're like normal messy. <laughs> it's always things mm-hmm. that make the house smell gross. So it's like, please, can we just can we just have the kitchen clean? Can we just Please get your rooms clean. Your rooms are stinking. All three of them. Yeah, <laughs> All three it's, of them. <laughs> it's It's been a month since we cleaned my room. Yep. And it's just now needing to be cleaned again. Yeah. We cleaned Tabby's last weekend. Yep. You can't even tell. Same thing with Lily. She cleaned hers. And I was praising her because she cleaned hers without being asked. And then I don't know what happened. It looks like a bomb went off in that room. And she's, she can't step anywhere on that floor without stepping on something. It's like, how did you... What happened? Right. <laughs> like, you were the one that always, it's like, oh, man, I have to clean my room. I don't like to step it on the clothes and not knowing what's clean and what's not. And then it just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And so, and then Anna, I don't know, I don't know what she does back there that she just, it's, it just smells. No, she it's, cleans it's it rank. and she's not it's deep rank. cleaning it. It's and rank. it's just, yeah. It's, it's body odor to rank. I honestly, I, I think at some point 
it's going to take you or it's going to take Nikki just going back there and being like, okay, I'm going to show you how to do this. I'm going to show you how to do this once and you're never going to do it. And we're never going to do this again because it's really where she's at. It's mm-hmm. just, yeah, it's, so, it's but there. Yeah, we keep pre- preemptively saying things mm-hmm. and it's like they go, ah, well, now that you said it, I'm not going to do it, which it's like, and that's what, what I feel like it is. <laughs> that's what exactly what I feel like is going on. Like we're sitting there and telling them, hey, look, you know, if you have A's and B's, you're Teflon. Okay. Yeah. If you have A's. B's and C's okay you're not Teflon you're gonna get extra chores but you can at least be in clubs mm-hmm. and then it's Tabby's like oh that's the case then I'm gonna drop down to a D well no now you're out yeah. you know it's like and wait, then what? just and like it's for some reason just I don't even I don't get it I don't know yeah. the, the how she just it I've never in my life <laughs> had something that I could have just Oh, hey, I just want to let you guys know I did this thing. What? (laughs) Just straight up, oh, yeah, I just made a club. Didn't ask first. Didn't say anything about this thing before. But suddenly, this is this thing I'm super passionate about. It's like, you, yeah, Yeah. two days ago, you were super passionate about sports clubs. So what happened to that? If if we're going down the same path of that, Mm -hmm. then I don't think think you want to do drama club. I I don't think. And, yeah, with, with with a school that small, there's literally no point. Uh, there's you can't you cannot do a drama club and yeah that sucks that's the downside to things like this but there's an entire theater performing arts um community thing out here as a whole theater that she could be in but she's never we've literally we've seen all the signs passed all the things known all of that this is the point that i had my other ex-girlfriend and she was in it and talked about it and i was like oh man that's crazy you know our, our neighbors brian's was a niece was in it so we've talked about it millions of times before and never once has she been like oh hey is that something i can do but every time we have you know signs pop up for any of the the why doing any of their sports clubs like oh hey yeah i saw that that looks really cool and so it's always always talks about that so i just thought it was funny that it was like really the theater club out yeah. in palestine has existed since we moved here and we've talked about it talked about seeing some of the plays gone oh hey they're doing this you've never said anything about it but every time a sports thing comes up you're like oh man well, that'd be really cool and now it's just like ah nah that's psh, what i've always wanted to do theater it'd be really cool like, what <laughs> No, no, you haven't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, that's what it felt like. She's trying to convince us, like, see, like, I've been saying this. Like, that's how that conversation felt. She's like, what? But I I've literally just think it's just the fear of commitment because that's all it ever is with yeah. her, it feels like. As soon as she does something and we're like, okay, well, let's do this for real then. And she's like, oh, well, you know, because it was the same thing with the um, – the lemonade stand it's been the same thing with the planner boxes every time that it's like oh yeah you enjoy doing that well what if we do this with it and then she's like oh i don't know well, yeah <laughs> and it's to the point where you know lily doesn't want to do it with her yeah you know so it's like so it tells you something right there when when your lazier sister <laughs> well n- normally lazier sister is like hey I want to do this without you, you know? Yeah. Like, mm. that might you, say a you, little you, bit. You might want to, yeah, you might want to check yourself. So, say, so, I yeah, know that's, I, at this point, you know, again, we said it, say it all the time. I'll keep saying it. If you don't agree with our parenting decisions and fuck off, because mm-hmm. at this point it's literally down to the, we're putting in our sport. We we're putting her in yeah. soccer and that's it. And she's going to stick with it because no. every time we do the same thing, even when we go down to like go to parks, we did the last homesteading meet, we all gone mm-hmm. there and, you know, oh, I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to play with people. We said it beforehand. Like, you're going to you're going to hang out with people. We're not going to go there and hang around the adults the entire time. And she oh, yep. I don't want to. And was like fighting it the whole time. And about an hour into it, we told her, go to the park, go play. And sure enough, she came back. <laughs> we saw her. Had friends. And she had like three girls that she was just yep. hanging out with. It's like every time she does that. Same thing when we went to the New Year's party. Well, I don't know anybody. I don't want to talk to Dude, there's so many kids and you love playing around. Play, go start a game of tag. And they already did. Or, or they were playing hide and seek. And sure enough, went mm-hmm. off. Became great friends. Same thing with Lily. Great friends. <laughs> so it's just like at this point. It, it really is one of those, okay, well, I seem to know better <laughs> because mm-hmm. it's not like I've said these things, force you to do something and it's gone wrong. Every single time you come back going, oh man, this thing, we did this and we did that. And it was so much fun. And I, it's like, okay, well now at this point it's yep. like, okay, yep. You're, you're being put in soccer because you said it, you chose, gave you the option. You said soccer above the other sports. You're going to be in soccer. Yeah. Which isn't my sport of choice, but mm-hmm. you know, it, 
it doesn't matter. It's it's something, and that's yeah. that's the thing is like because my sport of choice, I I honestly and part of me still wants to get her behind a softball and a bat just so she goes, oh yeah, because I really think when she does that, she's gonna be reminded that this is what you enjoy and are really stupidly good at. <laughs> Do their she's, seasons coincide? I don't know. Because if they don't, then, I mean, by all means, she can do both. Not a reason to do both, yeah. (laughs) And it's just interesting. Because it was the same thing with Lily, where she wanted to do soccer. But I feel like she just got to a point where she thought it wasn't going to happen. And I was like, you know, it's not not that it's not going to happen. It's that you have to be serious about it. And every time that we talk about it, it's like, yeah. And she she originally was talking about basketball. And then... um, Cause she, but her reasoning for choosing basketball over soccer was because nobody is serious in soccer. And I was mm-hmm. like, Lily, you're not a, you're not five anymore. Everybody is fucking dead serious in soccer in your yeah. age. It's like you want a serious game. Soccer is your fucking way to go. <laughs> it's like there is no messing around. There's no like your team. They will push you to make sure that you are playing the mm-hmm. way that they know you can play. Because you know some people go and they they chill at those practices and then you know they have you know challenges and fun practices. Where they'll show off your best and have little competitions and they'll go all out and then they won't do that at a game and they'll you know they'll get called out. And I yeah. think that's literally I, I think that's what they need right now. Is that as much as it's like you know it sucks too because it's like Lily's in the Garden Club and I want her to stick with that. I want to figure out like is there because. I mean, the the teacher for it, there's only like four of them in the club anyways. I feel like if she did join a sport and do that on top of it, there it wouldn't be a problem being like, hey, she's got practices on this day and this day. Can we move the garden club to Wednesdays or something mm-hmm. like that? I feel like it'd be still possible, but not Tabby was in the sports club. There's there's no way doing that. And then having a drama club, she was like, well, we can switch the days. Like, Tabby, there's no there's no point. You have to shoot. You have to show us because like Lily, when she gets put into 17 different things and has all these responsibilities, it's crazy. It's like she just suddenly gets it. You give her 15 things to do and she'll do them. Mm-hmm. You give her one or two things to do and then she just does it. I don't get that. But if that's how her brain works, then, you know, it sucks. But so be it. Given her multiple responsibilities, if she if it makes her do her things, then it makes her do her things. I mean, she was so excited about that. Uh, the trips to the museum. Mm-hmm. She had no issues doing any of her chores, getting all of the things done. She showered twice. Like She was so like down to go to this. And she didn't, you know, dress like a bum on this trip. She looked yeah. she actually wore her nice clothes. She was super excited, came home, was like, I'm so excited to go to college now. There are so many things I want to do. And it's like, well. You know, maybe maybe that's just maybe we're just at that point. They need to they they're not having fun with at that school. They're they're just not. They're having they're having the well. It's not you know at least it's not worse kind of vibe right now. Mm-hmm. So I just think that it would be good for them on so many angles because I feel like they'll end up with that their own age holding them responsible for things and it'll give them a different perspective instead of having only us and only their teachers telling them hey you got to do these things because clearly they don't have friends that go hey you know why aren't you you know i I saw that you had a a bad grade you know is you know something going on you want me to come over and help like they don't have friends that do that i did and i know that a lot of people do is if something's happening and friends your friends are supposed to do that but they they just i feel like they just don't have friends like that right now and so i feel like a team is the exact way to go because everybody that's on a team well you know if my grades slip i can't stay on the team okay well then what do we need to do (laughs) because we don't want you to be kicked off the team so i feel like i feel like it'd be great for them to just you know it sucks forcing them to do anything but i feel like it's one it's only a season and 90% of the time, when we do things like that, they have more fun than they think they're going to. Mm-hmm. There's going to be days that it's going to be hard, but I think that's that's what they need. They need days that they have to feel like they have to push because they don't want to let their friends down. They don't want to let their team down. They don't have that right now. Yeah. There's no accountability. So I just think I think it'll be great. <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I keep forgetting I do have to actually look it up because I know that registrations are like within the next couple of months yeah and you know well, the only thing that sucks is that if we do put them but like they can't both be in soccer or else they'll hate each other again because they'll both be on the same team because they're too close in age mm-hmm. and they'll be mad so <laughs> well we it, it's also a matter of you know how much it is so i mean we gotta go through all the fun stuff too so mm-hmm. a little annoyed that that's a thing but you know i also got the notification today that the truck is done so and Good. i also got the bill for that yeah so, and we'll talk about that here in a second, as I say. Welcome to the Afternoon Dive and the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So, yeah. So, five grand. That's, well, that's a lot it's better a lot less than, than what they... It's a lot less than it was, the 12, <laughs> yeah, the original, you know. And, and, and I'm going to say this, I, that I will never, ever, ever 
go back or recommend this Nissan dealership ever. Mm. Tyler, your Nissan dealership can burn in a fire because it went from a couple hundred dollars to a couple thousand dollars to $8,000, then $12,000 down to $5,000 after I got the dealership involved because I'm going to pay for the additional labor. That's what I still have to pay for because you guys didn't listen to me in the first place. So Peltier Nissan in Tyler, Texas. Avoid it like the damn plague. Yeah. And it's, it is one of those things that it really is more worth it to take it to one of those one off, Mm -hmm. you know, oh, I'm scared. They might fuck up my car. Honestly, (laughs) Elkhart Automotive has been phenomenal Mm -hmm. for everything that we, that we've used. Elkhart Automotive has been great. And they're nice and, people. And they're, yeah, good people. John, John they and Ruthie. They remember you. Huh? I said they yeah. remember you. They you don't go, just You go forget. there for an oil change and they're like, hey, you know, and they'll tell you where to grab a bite to eat while you're waiting for your oil to be oh, changed. Oh, yeah. They're, it, they, the things that they don't do, they're very confident in the things that they don't do. And they'll tell you where to go. Um, Andy needed his tires rotated. Mm-hmm. And I called them and said, hey, you know, um, I have somebody that needs their tires rotated. You know, is that something you guys can do? No. But you know what? Where is he? Okay, this is who we recommend. Send him there. I sent him there, and he was like, they were right. Then my, my alignment is great. That's you know, awesome. so and, and so it was, like, perfect. And it was like the attitude was perfect. The, everything about it was perfect. So it's just like, you know, people like that. Okay, people like, like this, you guys keep wanting to buy my truck. <laughs> And the people who are the salespeople who are trying to spend spend more time with me trying to buy my truck than you people fixing my truck. The people who are trying to buy my truck listen better than you people who are trying to fix my truck. And literally they wrote down the why she sat there and she texts me this morning. Right. And says, hey, just want to let you know your truck's ready. I said, great. I need an itemized invoice, please. She tells me and tells me how much it is. I said, "Okay, I need an itemized invoice. I heard nothing. And I went, and so like a half hour later, I said, hey, I'll, actually, I'll, pop, I'll pull it right up right now. I'm not even kidding. I should put this crap all up because it's just ridiculous. I sat there and I was like, hey, um, you know, here, I'll just go right to it. Okay. So, hi, this is Morgan here at Peltier Nissan. I'm reaching out to let you know that we have your vehicle ready for pickup. The final total came, came out to be $4,940.48. Please let me know if you have any concerns or questions. Yes, I do. Please email me. I said, please email me the itemized breakdown of everything. Thank you. I said, my email and gave her my email and I said, should be on file. And I, I would, and, and I said, well, no, I'm sorry. So let me go through that. So that was her messaging me at nine Oh nine at nine ten, I asked her for an email breakdown at nine 44. I said, here's my email address. I wouldn't think it would be more than a minute or two to send me a, to, to send it to me. 1010, she says, I have sent it over to you. Please let me know if you've received it. At 1011, I sent back the message showing her the image of the blank email, blank subject, and nothing that she sent me. And I said, no subject and no attachment. Showed her the email and that it literally says in my email, no subject. This message has no content. And so then I waited. And then 1033. I finally got an email with it. So, and, oh, oh, and, and I'm sure, you know, so that everybody feels good knowing that, of course, everything's been written down right, right? Nope. It says miscellaneous $2,250. Harness assembly $2,445. Freight $33.29. Labor and then, you know, and so literally, but miscellaneous. That's a lot of money for something to be miscellaneous. Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous was like, oh, a hundred something bucks. To be like, you know what? Whatever. I, I can understand you you lose a thing or two here, you know, had to buy a new tool for blah, 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 whatever. But mm-hmm. $2,000 in miscellaneous, that's, yeah. a, that's a bit much. I'm like, I'm sure labor is included in that, but hello. It was, <laughs> you know what my original quote was for labor? Do you know what my quote was on labor? My original quote, do you know what my quote was for labor? $1,400. So 1400 of that 2250 Okay, so where's the other, you know, where's the rest of it? Yeah, that's a little, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I'm, I'm like, no, no, no. 
my labor was supposed to be fourteen hundred dollars. It was off my original quote. I'm gonna have to go ahead and call Nissan again and talk to the person over at corporate and be like, hey, this is what I was quoted and this is the number. And it, you know, it's not even a matter of look. It is a matter of the eight hundred dollars is eight hundred dollars. Don't get me wrong, but the the big point is, I'm not gonna get screwed. I'm not going to get screwed by people who are just literally incompetent. Peltier Nissan is full of incompetent idiots, period. I have no reason to think otherwise. The day I came there, the day I, the day I came there, they lost my truck. How many people can say that, that a dealership lost your truck? <laughs> then I was on hold for almost an hour. Almost an hour. Just waiting while they f- tried to find my truck. I had to show up there for them to be honest and go, hey, yeah, so, and then give me a bunch of excuses, and Mitchell there gave me nothing but an attitude, and I was like, dude, I'm about to jump over this, because I'm literally not giving you an attitude, and I'm not going to put up with this, so, so I'm going to pay it, I'm going to pay my truck, no problem, I'm going to pay for it, get it paid off, and I'm never going to go there, in fact, I'm, with the Titan being discontinued, as a factor, I may never own another Nissan again because this attitude from beginning to end. Oh, you're not out of warranty on your miles, but you're out of warranty on, on the date. But you're way not out of warranty on your miles, like way not out of. And you're only out of date by a couple of months. And hey, we couldn't get a hold of you for the recall, but we realize that's our own fault. But hey, no, I'm not going to waste my time with this. I love my Titan. I'm going to get blue back. I'm going to have blue and I'll drive blue until I don't want blue anymore. But now I got to look and see who else has got a truck that I'd want. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, it has to be you. It has yeah. to be a you truck. Yeah, just that's get the thing. Truck. No, no. Dodge isn't me. Dodge and it sucks because like, we have, there's too many of us that so we can't just get a two-seater truck and have a big bed for all the mm-hmm. things that we always want to do. But... You know, yeah, the no, ones no. that have, you know, still front and back and then still have a long eight foot bed are so long mm-hmm. and they look weird because of that. No, I mean, I, I don't I'm not worried about that. But if it doesn't look like me, it's not me. Yeah, that's the thing. If I don't like it, I'm not going to drive it. So and that's where it comes down to. So, yeah. So that's there. And then uh, we have our weekend recap. You want to yeah. go over some of the stuff that we got done this weekend? Well, I I got a lot done um garden wise i got all my onions in mm-hmm. um well not all of them i got a lot of them in and i think what i'm gonna do and uh, it really depends because i like i said i wanted the the back area to be mostly for productivity mm-hmm. and not you know cutesy or anything like that you know like the, the um fairy garden is there and that's gonna stay there but like that's that's about it everything else is gonna be as productive as possible back there and then the front garden is going to be more cutesy while still having you know food (laughs) and just going to have a little bit more flowers in it and a little bit more you know um companion planting instead of just you know rows of the same thing yeah over and over and over so uh four rows of onions i think it, it, it it was like 130 something onions that i put in so that's pretty exciting not a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> at the end of the day but it's a start because if i did it wrong i don't want to waste all of that because onion sets are not cheap um seeds are a lot harder to start and honestly i don't think i have the capacity to grow onions from seed just because of the amount of work that gets put in and it's still you know it's a lot longer that you're waiting for onions than if you use onion sets um but you know, obviously, in the case of emergency things being shut down, whatever, I'll still do it. But <laughs> yeah. I'm still just like, ugh. But for now, as it is, I'm going to grow them from sets. Um, the next things to go out are going to be the beets and things like that. But I'm waiting for soil because once I get, we get soil, and I'll top off the beds and amend anything I need to amend and um, get all of our lettuces and things and all that started beets radishes all that you know i have carrots some carrots and some lettuce right now just because i wanted to get something started and then peas are going going strong Mm -hmm. um so that's exciting i got more spinach planted inside for transplants and um an entire tray of just lettuce and i did what i said i was you know needed to do it's just a 72 cell tray one seed per slot of lettuce mm-hmm. so if any don't grow it's you know oh well it's a 72 fucking slot tray right. 
And um, for, you know, if they all do grow, then obviously that'll be pretty great. And I'm going to try really fucking hard to get some nice, healthy transplants because I don't know what I do wrong with lettuce. <laughs> it's always just, they don't look good. <laughs> and so I'm, I'm going to try, I'm going to try really hard. <laughs> but if it doesn't work out again, then I'll just resort to uh, just always have to plant lettuce by seed outside and just have to wait a little bit longer but I really don't want to. I want to get it. <laughs> I'm going to keep trying because lettuce is so tasty. I oh, have. yeah. No, I'm I'm with you. And, and I'm I'm ready. Like, I just cut up that papaya and, and took a slice off of that. And I'm just like, I'm so ready for just fruit right now. Yeah. Like, if I can just stick with fruit, veggies, and, and meat, I'm good, you know? And, and if like, we do, since since Blue is ready, that makes me excited because that means that we can actually start looking at some of those fruit bushes and trees. Mm-hmm. The Mostly just citrus. That's what I'm, that's what I want to get started on because citrus is extremely hardy if you get the right varieties. Like, I want a Meyer lemon tree just because they're, they're small and super easy to take care of and they can be three feet tall and still give you nine ten eleven lemons in yeah. one season and i think that's pretty good <laughs> for a tiny little baby so i'm just i'm excited i want to i want to start that too and we were seeing and yeah we were looking i it, it's so weird seeing that there's apple trees at lowe's mm-hmm. but they don't tell you anything about the fucking apples that they give you it's just apples yeah it's like, that's weird and then some of them just say fruit and, and i don't want to like, buy what? any fruit trees until we have like a good couple of years of not freezing to hell yeah you know because literally it's that's it's buy buy trees are gonna die is what what it looks like to me. Like if I was gonna do anything with those trees, I would take them, I put them in the grow room, I'd get the bedding and everything out of the grow room, I get turn it, I'd turn the guest room into a total greenhouse room, and then prune everything and just grow them in there in pots. And it's like, but for me, that's not worth the real estate. So yeah. I'm like, mm, well, it'd probably be more worth it to just do what we were talking about off of the door to the roof. Yeah, I'm just creating a little greenhouse there. Turn that door into a glass door, so that it's just that whole upstairs is just light coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it I, would be I gorgeous, and we could double door it, and I'd be, I'd be fine with that, including turning it back into a back deck, which it used to be. And yeah. So it's like very frustrating that we have a good 800 square feet of house that we can't even utilize yeah. right now. So you know, and what is that is a that is something that I did want to talk about is because we have those tiny windows on mm-hmm. the the stairs, but yeah. there's no reason for them not to be tall beautiful large windows and i really wonder how much it would take to do something like that because there's it's it's just a big fucking empty wall Mm -hmm. there and there's no reason for it there's no big old paintings that have ever been up there there's no there's no holes in any of that wallpaper or anything like that i just think it would be gorgeous because there's already such there's such a small amount of light on our stairs for having a window there and when the window you know when the sun does hit the chandelier right it's cute and it's like oh yeah you got the the rainbows all over the room but i feel like it, do, it could be so much better if mm-hmm. those were tall gorgeous <laughs> windows oh, no, I, under- I understand completely what you're saying no there's things that i, I want to do definitely like i mean there's no reason for a fireplace in my room yeah. it doesn't work and it's like and i liked the way it was walled over but i would like it better i think if it was pulled and there was a window put right there it like just a this big so gorgeous so yeah or you you know honestly even part of me is like if that was just there and i put the bed there and everything i'd be happy to i don't know i just i feel like it takes up space that stops me from being able to do stuff i want to do in my room 100 um, percent. i so. get it because that's how that's how it feels like it's one of those it's such a 50 50 feeling for mm-hmm. me because like now i'm at a point where i know what i want to do with my desk and my shelves but for the longest time it's like i, I can't rearrange my room what am yeah. i gonna do my bed had to be in the center of my room because it was like there's a door on this wall and the other wall is it's too small the way that my the door to my bedroom is like i mm-hmm. can't put anything on that wall that sticks out or else it creates a weird flow in my room and i didn't like that idea and, and now i just got it where i was like you know i'm just gonna section it off because it was like well i my room is large and it's great but i don't like mm-hmm. sitting in my room <laughs> so it's it's weird i don't like hanging out in my room if uh, there's there's so much more to do outside of it and so it felt like you know my shelves were just that was a whole wall that was just you know i couldn't do anything with it yeah. all i can do is put stuff on the fucking shelves and it's not like the shelves are on a wall where there's a window on the opposite that gives me sunlight so i can have like just a bunch of plants and it'd be great i can't i can't put any plants on those fucking shelves because there's no fucking sunlight that reaches them because mm-hmm. it's on the wall the fucking sun goes to so um, but now I have an idea and I want to put um, a tension rod up. I want to get because um, I was already talking about how I wanted my curtains to be sheer curtains on that window. I wanted them to be a good set of sheer curtains that are 
beautiful and not you know they're they're the kind of sheer curtains that you can't see through but still let in a decent amount of light yeah because i want to put a tension rod up there and i want to have just a bunch of hanging plants and i want the desk i don't have any use for it so i figured you know set it up with like a tiered shelf system and just put potted plants on it and it'd be so fucking pretty and i would love it because then the sunlight would hit it and like that's the only thing right now is that i rearranged my room when it was hot and now that it's not hot, the sun's shining in, like, my TV's blocking it from hitting me. And that's, mm-hmm. like, the, my favorite feeling ever is waking up with the sun just Yeah, I wonder why down. you did that. But I, I get it for dividing the room. But, yeah. But at the same time, I was like, oh, I wouldn't like that. So, so now Because, like, I'm my just... favorite thing right now is the fact that, like, this morning, the most beautiful, we had the most beautiful sunrise. Mm-hmm. And I can see it from my bed. <laughs> I literally looked out my window. And I can't take pictures of it for squat because, you know. <laughs> but... But just holy crud, just that window right there behind you just shined right there. And I just looked at it. I was like, yeah, it's, it's oh, amazing. I'm, I'm I love this. This is the moment right here type situation. So, so yeah, now I'm now yeah. I'm like at a point again where I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I want to do because I enjoy having a TV in my room and I enjoy having the TV playing when I go to sleep, which, you know, all the people always say, oh, that's so bad for you. Blue light, all that. Like, I don't have it playing all night. I play it, and then I fall asleep, and it shuts itself off. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't wake up with the TV on unless I woke up in the middle of the night and couldn't go back to sleep, and then I turn it back on. But, you know, for the most part, I'm I'm staying asleep until, you know, 4.30, which at that point, it's like, well, I don't need it to go back to sleep because I'm probably just going to lay here until I get up. <laughs> and so, but no, I keep doing that. And now, you know, this past weekend, I was like, ugh. The sun, I woke up and the sun was up, but I, there's none of it hitting me and I'm sad. <laughs> and I want the TV out of the fucking way so that I can just wake it up, wake up with that. And so the only thing I can think now is as much as I like the divider is to adjust it more to create a different division mm-hmm. to move that to the front of my bed. As awkward as it would look, it would create it so that I have the TV at the foot of my bed, which is what I had it at before, but it was all the way on the other side of my room. And so I, it was... The frustrating thing is that where my TV is now, when my door is closed, nobody else can hear it. Mm-hmm. And that was the problem with it being on the wall that my fucking door is on is that, one, I'm on the other side of my room. My room is fucking massive. <laughs> so people aren't mm-hmm. just sitting here being like, oh, that's, you know, <laughs> like, no, it literally no, it's is 18 fucking, by 24. Yeah. It's a it's, massive <laughs> freaking room. I, know, I get it. Fucking rich people problems. But mm-hmm. it was just I c- literally can't fall asleep without some form of media playing. Yeah. And it's just gotten to the point where I've become so... You know, I have to watch something until I'm tired and then I fall asleep. And if I have to, like, change it from being TV to being something else because, you know, I'm tired enough, it'll wake me back up. So I've tried a million things. Mm -hmm. I have to have the TV playing. But when it's across the room, I have to turn it up louder and then other people can hear it because it's on the side that my door is on. So it's closer there. So it's louder over there. But where I am in my room, it's not loud enough. So I can't Mm -hmm. fucking hear it. And so it's just irritating. And with it being at the foot of my bed, it was one of those things that was like, it was great. Because once, but once I was tired, I have to lay down and I couldn't like right now it's on the side of my bed. So I lay down and watch it and then I fall asleep watching it. When I was up, I would have to, you know, turn over and stop watching it. And then I'm like sitting there listening to it and it didn't always do, it didn't always make me tired. So it's just, it's an irritating battle trying to figure it out because it's like, I love the size of my TV because when I am watching, you know, movies or TV show or even just watching YouTube videos up and about in my room, it's it's a great size and I love it, but when I'm falling asleep, I don't necessarily need that much fucking TV <laughs> playing. I just need to be able to see it, and so it's just it's a struggle. It it is. I'm I I want to figure it out without you know changing too much because I want my bed to not be the centerpiece of my room. I really don't like it being a centerpiece of my room. I like having this floor space that I have now with it being in the corner of my room, but mm-hmm. it just it creates such a such a battle trying to figure it out so the only thing i can think is to figure out if it will fit on my white shelves put the white shelves at the foot of my bed and put the tv on top of that because there's a plug over there and then it'll work and then i can move the shelves that i have you know the 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 cubbies that they're on and put them against the wall Mm -hmm. and it'd be still just as pretty and it would open up my room again and i'd be able to wake up with the tv or with the sun hitting me and it'd be great and it wouldn't change too much but i don't know if it'll i don't know if the tv will fit on those shelves they might be too um too narrow so it's just a struggle it's it's a battle i'm trying to figure it out but anyways so i want i want to i want to do that to my big window because it's just there's no reason not to there's all of that space and it would be gorgeous to look at from the outside too wouldn't look you know 
quite as awful as it does just having a fucking computer that works fucking like ass and I don't use because the uh, the fucking roadblocks that I kept hitting trying to fucking put that goddamn hard drive in there I literally I couldn't I couldn't do it there was no helpline that would answer there was nothing I could fucking do I was it was making me so irritated and now I don't fucking need it <laughs> so it's like at this point it's just one of those like hey girls get shit up and get a fucking computer because <laughs> at this point there's just no, there's just no point. So, but anyways, that's way, <laughs> that's way off oh, from yeah. talking about the weekend. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, you know, it, it, it's we can talk about whatever we want. So, I mean, that's that's kind of the benefit to doing things that we do. Like we we started having a serious conversation earlier today. Yeah, it had nothing to do with anything that comes into our stuff. And I, I part of me was like, well, maybe we can fall in under marketing lies, which is under what day is that? Wednesday or Thursday? It's one of those two. Yeah, you know. But, you know, and, and I'll, I'll just preempt it right now is we watched a video where somebody was sitting there and making the argument because we've heard the argument con- con- continuously that if the polar ice caps were to melt, that ocean levels would rise, you know, 10 feet plus and would destroy the whole world, basically. Right. Mm. And I call complete BS on that physics calls complete bs on that and and then and i'll explain more about that later this week but you were asking a question and and it's a valid question and i want to explain this um you had asked well then why where did this come from where did this fact come from the, the problem is that facts like this quote unquote facts like this come from people hearing it 97 percent of scientists agree blah 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 four out of five dentists prefer four out of five dentists uh, Doctors recommend, you know, whatever it ends up being, which, you know, nothing behind that, you know, and it's mm-hmm. and it's the same thing. Like, I don't know if you know about the case, but it was it was such a famous case. It carried over generationally. But there was a lady in the late 80s who burned her who ordered a coffee from McDonald's and the coffee spilled on her lap and she sued McDonald's and got two point one million dollars. Somebody tried to do it again with Starbucks okay. and then also got like a fuck ton of money by it for in my generation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, the thing was is is that McDonald's and a bunch of media and everybody else were making fun of this lady. Like, wow, you can't have like hot coffee. Da, 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 da. Okay, well, number one, do you know what temperature liquid burns you at? No. 125 degrees. At 125 degrees, you are burned. Okay? For one second of exposure, you're burned. Okay? So if you're... Walk, step into a, 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 a pot of water at 120 degrees. You step into a tub at 120 degrees, you're burned, okay, which is exactly what our hot water heater is set at. So if we just poured our hot water into our bathtub and jumped into the bathtub, we would burn ourselves, okay? Okay. There's a regulator, a thermostatic regulator in coffee machines that, at this McDonald's case, didn't work. So the water that came out in the coffee that this woman got when she was handed it was a hundred and eighty five to one hundred and ninety degrees, literally close to boiling. OK, that is simmering water. You imagine trying to imagine trying to reach in and grab an egg at a at a low boil in water, a simmer. Do you think you could do that? No. no. Now imagine that on your crotch where you can't escape it. Yeah, no. no. OK. Thank you. I don't want to imagine. And so, right. So everybody was calling this lady stupid and oh my gosh, couldn't until the facts came out about the case. And then that was pretty much quelched and they gave her their money and like go away <laughs> type situation, you know, but this lady's life uh, for the rest of her life was horribly changed. Everything in her midsection was burned, everything. But people made fun of it and it was jokes and it was everything else because everybody thought she was just so stupid. Wow, you, you know, spill coffee and make two million dollars. We're such a Sioux crazy country. In fact, it was the beginning of large corporations going after um, anti-frivolous lawsuits. So if they deemed, if somebody deemed it a frivolous lawsuit, like that you should know coffee is hot. Yes, but it shouldn't be 190 degree, 95 degrees hot, right? Mm-hmm. Then you can't sue them, you know? And now, and I, and I agree with frivol- anti-frivolous lawsuits uh, regulations to a degree, Right. I should not be able to sue McDonald's for being fat. I'm an idiot. McDonald's makes you fat. McDonald's nowhere in McDonald's. They say, eat it. You'll lose weight. Eat it. It's good for you. Eat it. Healthy options. Right. McDonald's is like, hey, 
It's here. It's ready. You deserve a break today. That's about as far as they go, right? Mm-hmm. You know why you deserve a break today? Because after you eat McDonald's, you're not doing anything. You don't eat McDonald's and then feel pumped up to work out. You don't have more energy after you leave McDonald's than when you went in, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's the same thing. You were told that if the polar ice caps melted, water levels would rise. 11, 15, 18, depends on who whose stat you read. Feet, right? Where is it? Show the stat. Show where it comes from. And I'm going to talk about that later this week and how everything is wrong. But that's but that's where we are. And then you and I also were talking about, and this is one I think is valid, the disconnect between conversations on opposing sides, right? You and I had opposing sides when we met. Mm-hmm. We watched we watched a video, and I believe it was uh, it was whatever's podcast, and literally that's the name of the podcast. It's whatever. It's a great podcast. I've listened to it a couple of times, um, and they're heavy on my YouTube algorithm right now. Um, but there was a girl there. Oh, toxic masculinity, and then the guys are buzzwords, buzzwords, and like both sides are just divided in that in that room. By the time we saw it, and again, you were you're right. We don't know how long that podcast has been going on before they got there, which they had their camera set up, and we don't still. We should probably fix that but um but that that argument was over there was there was no way anybody was going to see anything on either side because they were both belittling each other you know and that's and that's the thing it happens in politics it happens in religion it happens you know in everything is people get to that point in an argument where they're just belittling each other i watched it yesterday i watched it last night on a game i was playing you know somebody's like well, well, we should merge and we should do this and we should do that. And then one of the people in our group, because we're winning, is like, why would we do that? You know, we're winning. Why would we want to merge? Why would we want to merge with a weaker team? And they were like, well, if you can't see why, I'm not going to explain it to you. I'm sorry. I thought you had a brain to carry on a conversation. You think that's going to get your way? Like we got up this morning, it was like, hey, today we're going to take these people off the map. Okay. You know, it, but that's that's where people get to, and that's where we are in arguments and discussions. You and I have had great discussions mm-hmm. when we have discussions, and we've had stupid arguments when we're just there to argue. You know, luckily it's it's been a while. So, you know, we mature, we grow up, we change, we 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 understand things. When you first met me, you were a vegetarian. You were anti-Trump. You were nowhere near going to ever touch sushi or fish in your entire life. And you hated eggs. Right? Yeah. And in any of that, did I belittle you? No. Okay. Did I talk down to you? No. Did I force or impose any kind of will onto you? Absolutely not. Okay. I just asked questions and was like, hey. And I didn't force anything. I When it came to the first bite of meat... You were sitting there smelling that bulgogi beef and like, <laughs> I really want to take a bite of it. And you were hoping, I I saw the look, you were hoping somebody would be like, go ahead. And was like, hey, look, I'm not trying to. And But my attitude was, I'm not messing with what you believe. I'm not going to mess with that. That's fine. You do what you want. And then you were like, well, isn't a vegetarian a better lifestyle? No, ma'am. And I can show you everything behind it. And I showed you. I showed you actual facts, actual dietary facts. You know, and it was like, okay, it's like if we want to cut anything out of our life, we cut out sugar. That's the best thing we can cut out because we don't have the same survival that we had back when every calorie counted, you know, Mm -hmm. and it was like, okay. And then you had the bulgogi and it was like, "Mm, this is good. Yes, I know bulgogi has sugar for anybody who wants to say something. But, you know, and politically, we were on opposite sides. Well, I wasn't so on the opposite, opposite side. I'm, I'm centrist, so I don't really have an opposite side. I think, you know, Trump's pompous. Like, he talked shit about Rihanna's Super Bowl performance in, on uh, yesterday. Dumb and I was like, I wow. It. She was pregnant. She did a good job. She did a montage of her music. She didn't make it political. She didn't make it about her. And, you know, she did as much movement as she should do, having machinery doing the rest of her movement while not sacrificing her health. I think it was great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, and that's, I honestly, I thought that was absolutely amazing. And so it's like, so I, I straight out, I was like, no, I, I, I know I'll never see it and I don't care. But I was like, I, I totally disagree with you, buddy. <laughs> like, that's it. And Chris Stapleton doing the national anthem. 
was amazing. <laughs> yep. He wasn't full of himself. He wasn't loud. He wasn't overly, you know, huh? you know, he didn't juggle up his inflection to SpongeBob limit limits like some people did. He did an amazing national anthem and I thought it was great. And mm-hmm. so but the thing is, is we're so polarized on everything. I, I've literally I've sat down and had discussions with people who are hardcore leftists and hardcore right right wingers. And it's like and I'm sitting in the middle and I'm like, hey, c- come on, let, let's just go over this effect. It's like, well, yeah, but no, 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 no. Let's let's stay on track. Let's stay on topic. You know, where what we see in so many of these these discussions and, and we saw was people just arguing and fighting and they're not listening to each other. They're just they're looking they're they're like, you know, beginning AI chat like with chat GBT and all those where they come from. It was they looked for literally what was called trigger words for answers. So you would say like we do it right now. If I say, Alexa, tell me about Benjamin Franklin. Right. Alexa listens. She hears about and Benjamin Franklin. And so her response is culminated based on that. And if I sit there and I go, if I give, but if I give her a really long command, she's already checked out and started going through the first thing that she processed through it. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and that's what we do in our conversations anymore. We listen for a trigger word or phrase that goes up, oh, <laughs> toxic masculinity buzzwords. Right. And it's like, but there is toxic masculinity. Yeah. hundred percent. Okay. And I also think there's toxic femininity. Absolutely. <laughs> because my lordy, some of these women, <laughs> and it's something that I think mm-hmm. is so, is so hard because the whole point of feminism was that we were supposed to be on our own team first mm-hmm. of all which the amount of women on women hate is insane to yeah. me and oh, yeah. on top of that we're it's just the whole point was that we're supposed to it was supposed to create unity unity on both sides mm-hmm. unity can in within the whole women society <laughs> and yeah. cra- try to create a world where everybody saw the other side and everybody understood the other side and everybody was willing to go, this is what you do and this is the things that you need help with and these are the things that I can provide you and these are the things that I don't need you to provide me and these are the things that you need me to provide you and the things that you need that you don't need me to provide you and the things that you need to work on yourself without help and things that you need to work on with help and all just everything that had to do with being human was about the feminism when it started was an amazing movement. But now it's just become a thing where, you know, most people that are sensical (laughs) don't don't even identify as a feminist like i refuse Mm -hmm. to identify as a feminist because of how polarized and crazy the movement is i think that feminism is supposed to be something about you know being comfortable with who you are not needing to label it or create any kind of problems on the outside because you know what you are you know what you're capable of and you're not gonna let anything stop you that's that's feminism to me needing to prove to other people what you're capable of and needing other things to become like I I see arguments all the time and it's so hard for people because it really does come down to well if you don't agree with me then you're this right and it makes it so hard to make an argument because you can't make an argument without being called something if you disagree with me then you are wrong Mm -hmm. and that's that's it you're wrong because this is how you are and you won't change your mind and but the same can be said about the other side and people just refuse absolutely like you said they refuse to listen they get to a point where they hear something they don't like and then they just scream about it every side has an end game phrase right yeah every side is like well you know people who religious people uh, go with christians okay you know christians if, if if you you cannot get a christian to fundamentally support any type of compromise in abortion yeah period can't in the same tone you it's you know and people are like well everybody has it. absolutely you cannot convince me that it is a good idea to allow potential predators around my children that there's an there is no argument that you can give that's that's going to tell me why it's a good thing in any way shape or form so everybody has it Everybody has theirs, but when it's all abortion is good and they realize the ridiculousness of it, you know, where I'm talking to people who are strong left leaning and go, you really think that post birth abortion is a good thing? Oh, no, I uh, it's over the top, but it's like, where do you draw the line? Second term. And they're like, okay. and even most most Christians that I've talked to are like, yeah, I don't like it, but 
that's better than the alternatives, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, and, and I'm, and I sit and I go, Hey, look, and this is, this is hard. You got to understand this, that my mom wanted to abort me. My mom tried to abort me. My mom tried to not have me multiple times and her life would probably be better if she hadn't had me just I'll face it and be honest about it. Okay. Her life would have probably been better. I'm here. So that's the variable to it, Mm -hmm. you know? So you would think I would be pro-life because, Hey, she tried. And what if your mom had aborted you or, you know, somebody made the decision. My mom didn't make the decision to keep me. My grandparents made the decision that my mom was going to keep me. Okay. Understand that, that that's, that's a different animal. But at the same time, my mom's life probably would have been better. And any, Mm -hmm. listen, any single woman in her teens who is pregnant would probably do better to not have a baby period. I, that's my opinion in, in the women that I've seen in the women that I know and the women that I know who have been successful in life, who have had easier lives, who have had easier childbirths, who have had less health issues, have had less stress issues, have had, you know, better quality of life issues have been the women who were in their late twenties to early thirties before they had kids. Period. It's just, it's, it's stats. And it's, you know, does it make it that thing? You know, no, that's not where I stop. You you can have your opinion. That doesn't stop me. If you want to believe in your God, that your God is, you know, a six headed spaghetti monster and with, you know, meatballs for brain cells. Hey, cool by me. doesn't bother me. Why? Because it doesn't affect me. Yeah. Okay, but if you want to tell me that I have to let a predator around my kids, that that's just not going to happen. First thing I did was look at the registered sex offender um, listings around here before I ever chose a house. And I eliminated a ton of properties. People were like, oh, this is a really nice house. Yeah, I there was one on the lake uh, for Lake Palestine that I wasn't going to choose. It had three on the same street. Yeah, I was like, oh, God, no. No, thank you. Yeah. So, you know, and it's like, but but people don't know how to have discussions anymore. Everybody just argues. It's why people lose debates anymore. Debate class was a cakewalk for me. It was boring. And it was literally boring because I listened to both sides. I like to listen to both sides. But debate was, what, hey, we want you to take the anti this stance and want you to take the pro this stance. But it's like. How about a measure of metric in the middle? Well, my favorite debate circle that I'd ever done was where she straight up asked us. It was it was a great English teacher that I had had. And she, she straight up asked us on um, a topic, what we thought. You know, put everybody's names mm-hmm. down on that and then say, okay, cool. Now you're doing the opposite side. You have to argue for the opposite side. Yeah. And it was one of the biggest eye-opening things ever because it was just like, I have to now go out of my comfort zone and argue for the complete opposite side of something that I completely disagree with, but I have to do it and it's for grade. And if mm-hmm. I don't do it and I don't do it accurately and don't, you know, just sit there like mocking it, like kind of thing, like it, I won't get a good grade on it. And it was an amazing discussion and it was so fun. And I think that everybody could benefit from doing something like that. Yeah. Everybody, every single thing that you disagree with, go and try to argue for the other side argue for them and see what happens mm-hmm. because even if you don't come to a point of going I agree with you you'll still come to an understanding of you know what I can see why you think like that I still disagree but I understand there are some things that a lot of people still won't like I'm never going to understand trying to create some kind of world where pedophiles exist and are allowed to do the things that they do mm-hmm. but the, on on the opposite side of it, the people that are fighting for it, I I can understand that they are not educated and they don't understand and they haven't had something happen to them or a close family member or somebody that they know and they don't realize the effects of it and what happens and how terrible of a thing it is and yeah. they just there there are there are people that just don't understand because they it's they're so disconnected from it that's literally all that i've ever seen and people that fight for pedophiles are people that have never had anything like that happen exactly to them. and as, as somebody who has survived assault on all fronts I have been through all of it. Okay. As a kid, I have been, you know, essayed. I've been physically assaulted. I've been mentally abused. I, I've literally gone through it in every way, shape or form. There was no doubt to me 
that I was never wanted in this planet. Okay. Um, as somebody who's been through all of that and can say that if I have a friend who is a, a registered sex offender and he was one of my best friends, you know, even afterwards, and it took a lot of work to get there. But he knew that the moment I had kids, he wasn't going to be around in my world and my life anymore. You've never seen him. You've never heard of him. You've never talked to him. It's not important because that's it. End, end of it. You know why? Because that has no place in, in, in the life. Not, and, and I'm going to tell you this. If I'm in if somebody like him, what's great about him, he, he didn't want it. Like he sat there and goes, no, don't, don't, don't. He goes, don't, don't leave me around your kids. I don't even want to be in that place. I'm like, I'm with you. I don't want to be in that place. I don't want to be accused of that crap. You know, it's like, man, you know how hard it was to own a business and like just not hire people because you're just like, oh, no, I don't want that level of crazy. But then they're like, oh, well, you better have that diversity, you know, type situation in, in there. I'm like, I never cared about any of that. Yeah, but don't it's hire like hire people because of diversity. I hire people because that's if they're good at it, yeah. they're good at it. If they meet 85 percent of my hire was over the phone. Before I ever even saw them. And until Richard Johnson showed up at my office, I had no idea the color of his skin. Literally. I, I felt bad for the guy. I was like, really? Your name's Dick Johnson? And he's like, yep. And he goes, my middle name's Willie. Wow. His middle name was William. So it was like, wow. So actually I, should, I should probably look him up. Because <laughs> we got along great. I had no idea. No idea. It's like. Wah. you know and it's like and i don't care i care about performance you know that, that's what it was it was like everything and all of that it's just like hi type situations right mm -hmm. so yeah i just we we there has to be sensibility in this world there has to be until then we're, we're gonna keep just keep getting beat up and we're gonna keep losing because literally while we're fighting each other the people who got us fighting each other are, are profiting poisoning us and having a good old time up at the mm -hmm. top and people are still just they don't they don't get it the yep. day that that is recognized the day that people start actually opening their eyes and go you know what we disagree but you know what yeah. we always disagree about who's controlling us and who's making us do this then you know yeah. it'll be it'll be a terrible terrible day when that comes by but it'll be great for us because that's it, that's what's needed <laughs> we're mm -hmm. slowly people are opening their eyes but it's taking a whole lot for people to get there a whole lot yeah and, and so many people are still stuck because when they're constantly being fed this information that oh man you know we we protect you we love you we we would never let this happen to you it's the other mm -hmm. side they're the ones that are doing this they're the ones that are causing all of these things they're the ones that are passing all of these laws and bills that are making it harder for you to do these things that you want to do these are the values that you have right well fight for them against the other side not mm -hmm. against us who aren't, you know, doing the thing that we're supposed to and represent you and make sure that we can pass the laws you want us to pass. No, fight the other side for having the other side also represent them because they're the enemy, not me. I'm what I'm on your side. I wouldn't do that. It's just, that's all they're being mm -hmm. fed. That's all they're being told. Everybody would rather sit down and talk about feminism and talk about racism and talk about all these things that are supposed to be big, huge, crazy issues that are just so awful. And, oh, my God, that's what's dividing all of us. And the other side, they disagree with me on these things instead of going, well, maybe mm -hmm. if there's a problem, we should look towards the fact that there is a whole higher up part of this country that is supposed to be solving those problems that isn't yeah. <laughs> and is instead pinning us on the other side 24 fucking seven i, I want to remind everybody and i'm just getting, we'll, we'll leave this at this that in 1775 a bunch of people stood around and said hey this isn't right and in 1776 we overthrew a government to establish a government because our government was no longer caring about us mm -hmm. and when it comes that time it, people have to be ready to do it and I don't think it's going to be what people think it's going to be. I don't either. I think, I think when people it comes down scared. to it, I think everybody's just like, wait, what? Because I'll tell you right now, and people get freaked out. They're like, you know, there's videos of it where people talk about this, just talking about this. And the FBI shows up at their door. Go ahead and show up at my door. I will absolutely make you internet famous. You will monetize me to just keep going <laughs> in a big way because it has to change. It has to change now. It has to. The fact that people 
we had to have an argument, a four-day discussion about understanding that a dollar loaf of bread costs the same money to you, me, a rich person, a poor person. We all spend the same dollar for a loaf of bread to say that a fair tax isn't fair. But that's what we're doing right now for that loaf of bread, right? Mm-hmm. We all pay the same tax. doesn't matter. This one would just be more and would abolish a whole bunch of other steps. So we have to change. We're we we've hit that. We I've hope that we've hit this crossroads where people are not going. Wow, that's just kind of stupid because now more and more people are joking about it going. This is kind of stupid. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping hoping and I and I say this with all sarcasm and seriousness. I'm hoping that the drop of sales of blue hair dye is a sign of things to come. <laughs> So with that said, thank you so much for joining us on the Afternoon Dive on the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we just want to say, peace out with your peace out. Bye.